two A's in the mirror, uh huh. Three K's, two A's, mirror, mirror, uh huh. Three K's, two A's in the mirror. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a mind. Welcome. We back, we back, we back to the podcast dojo, baby. It's black on both sides. I'm one half of your hosts, King Kunta 3X. Today it's hard seltzer, Kunta, but just bear with me. Uh, take all mistakes for love, as my aunt used to say. And your co-host, the uh, distinguished gentleman from Georgia, world-renowned, locally known, universally accepted. If you give a shit about dental coverage and you care what these people think, 90% of them say that this guy right here, he's, you know, he's, he's a real straight shooter, you know, upper management written all, written all over him. Mr. Beyonce, what up, B? Pew, pew, straight shooting. What's up? I'm living, man. You know, let's get right into this, speaking of straight shooting. But before we continue, I said to take all mistakes for love. Uh, I don't understand that. Can I we get a little bit you, of hard seltzer? Can you explain that to me first? How do you, how, what? how are mistakes love? <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So paint a picture here. So Kunta was raised in the Pentecostal uh, evangelical, if you're Catholic, Protestant church. Um, you know, the Lord hold my mule while I dance and cooperate it. I thought you were coaching. In deep, deep Texas. And one of Kunta's aunts, that would be one of the things that she would say before launching into a solo, she would say, you know, uh, I'm going to give you what God gave is given to me. Please, ma'am, please, sir, all mistakes for love. I'm going to use this little piece of lung to sing for you as best as God is going to allow me to do. Now, the interesting thing is, she says, oh, piece of lung means she may have lost a piece of her lung due to some ailment. As have I, uh, but it was for pure dramatic effect, because my my uh, aunt, who was actually my grandmother's sister, could she was doing some singing, singing from the deep south, singing, singing. Uh, so that's what she would always say: take all mistakes for love. So so all mistakes inside the church house, you know, except you know priests are involved and etc. Not that church, uh, but you know, regular degular. You know, you know, friendly, black, uh, not super church, not even super church adjacent. Like you know, they you know, like Bishop is driving a Mercedes, but you know the you know you know Bishop and Pastor both have real day jobs. Like you could go to their day job. You like you know, Pastor is is you know a tax preparer. He does tax preparation, and you know he can help you out. Um, uh, the bishop, you know, the bishop's probably, you know, he's been on his job, you know, for about 35, 40 years. He's trying to retire. Hell, he might be retired. I don't know. Might have come up. Might have come up. Right. But, you know, bishop is driving, you know, the big body, big body bins. Uh, pastor is driving, you know, not quite as big body or sometimes as big body because, hey, hey, bishop. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe you need to go to the house. <laughs> maybe an armor bearer is showing up in a Hyundai. Knowing damn well he got a Cadillac at home. But whatever. Whatever. By the way, I don't know what the hell an armor bearer is, B. Have you heard that phrase? Uh-uh. Yeah, they like giving people titles and shit in, in the black church these days. You got all kinds of crazy shit. It's called the armor bearer. Armor of Christ? So what does this nigga actually do? My understanding is that this nigga actually just, you know, just has the accoutrement for the pastor. 
You know, he got like, you know, the Bible, you know, Pastor Ben got to carry his own Bible. He might have a handkerchief or two, you know. So he's a he squ- might be he's there, a he got a robe to go ahead and take it from him. He's a squire? Yeah, exactly. He's a squire. He's helping him to put on the whole armor of God. That's what he's doing. He's Hallelujah. a gal man Friday. He's an assistant. Hallelujah. He's an assistant for the Lord. He's an assistant for God's helper. <laughs> Let's transition. B, <laughs> you want to stick with it or you want to transition? Let's transition. <laughs> On a Sunday. B, when I tell you a shitty dick, what comes to your mind? Uh, gay sex. Okay. Okay. So gay sex. Anything else? <laughs> uh, Richard Nixon. Well, maybe. Facts. <laughs> or Dick Cheney. Dick um, Cheney also, yeah. 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 I mean, Dick Cheney was out, you know, uh, pheasant hunting. Right. And he shot a man in the face and wasn't 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 sorry about it. A friend. Yeah, he's like, I wasn't sorry about this. Shit, you move your goddamn head. Shit. <laughs> Life comes at you fast. Keep your head on the swivel. Uh shit, man. But uh here's a story that I heard on the interweb interwebs. Uh B, should I give credit to where I heard the story from? Uh yeah, you have to. Okay, okay. So I was listening to this uh thing called the Nerd Apocalypse. Uh, podcast, something I listen to from time to time, because I am a nerd and the apocalypse is nigh. And so this, you know, they mentioned this story that I went and checked out a little bit for myself. You ready, B? I'm ready. Shitty dick. Man pooped from penis and ejaculated from anus for two years before a doctor. Y'all should see B honest's face right now. Come on, man. Give me the details. I don't believe it. What do you mean you don't believe it? I don't believe it. Clout okay. chasing. Um, ooh, the medical team from the University of Texas published their findings in the Curious Medical Science Journal entitled, A Curious Case of Rectal Ejaculation. Hmm. So, <laughs> so apparently, the man is ejaculating from his ass. And he's urinating from his ass. But he's pooping and passing gas through his dick. So when we're saying pooping, are we talking about diarrhea? Are we talking about... Look, I can't tell you the quality or the consistency of the fecal matter. I mean, I just feel like it's, it's physically impossible to... I mean, I don't know about your shit, but... I think the average shit is a little bigger than a, than a pee hole. Well, B, I know that from time to time you find yourself at a Holiday Inn and you think that you may know something, but <laughs> I know you're a doctor of music and drums. But this is actually a real thing. The, the team, the medical team discovered that he had a, uh, a fish. How can you be a doctor of drums with like Dr. Dre? I try to give you that, but you don't want it, bring it, throw it right on back. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it right on back. You don't want it? That's fine. By the way, speaking of drums, Dr. Dre will be performing at the Super Bowl halftime show at this year's Super Bowl in Super Bowl in LA. Ah, Dr. Wait. Dre, Snoop, K Dot, Kendrick Lamar, and Mathers. What the fuck? But anyway, side aside, but so this man, uh, the medical team determined had a fistula. That's an abnormal passageway between his rectum and his urethra through which a mix of fecal matter, flatulence, urine, and semen passing. So things is going coming out places they ain't supposed to coming out. Okay, that's a more that's a little bit more realistic though than what you said is at it? first. 
Is it? it? Yes, because the headline would have you believe that there were some wires crossed and all. No, of the, there are wires crossed. I understand, but the way that the the headline would have you believe that only pee and urine, only uh, urine and and semen come out of his anus, and only shit comes out of his penis. That's not that's not exactly what we're talking about here. Both can come out of everything. Can come out of anything is what that this is. Does that make the story better to you? Yes, because that seems We've more... We've got fucking ejaculation coming out of his ass. I'm not saying that that's a good thing. We've <laughs> got some, some fecal matter coming out of his dick. I'm not saying that's a good thing either. This is a literal shitty dick. I'm not saying that's a good thing either. I'm just saying it's possible. I can see it being more possible that everything is coming out of everywhere than specific things are going the opposite directions only, exclusively. That's what I was saying. So you're okay with everything coming out of everywhere. You got cum coming out your ass. I mean, I'm not okay with it, but it, it's, it feels possible. <laughs> well, this nigga was for two years. Yeah, now, that, now we have another. The other issue is the fact that he was willing to allow this to keep happening. I don't know how he made two years. There's some shit called sepsis, oh, kidney yeah. infection. I mean, how did, he, how did he duck, dodge, dip, and dodge this shit? Right. He had to fit him with a catheter. Of course. Uh, through the bladder to collect the urine. Shit. Oh, man. Catheters Jesus are painful. Christ, have, you ever had, have you ever had to get a catheter? No. Catheters that's are terrible. Painful. Yeah. Yeah. Though I did have that colonoscopy that I believe we talked about. That was... I've never done that, but is that, that's painful too, right? No. Oh. The painful part of a colonoscopy is what they call the prep. The prep is when you have to drink something terrible that tastes like an odd mixture of ocean water, oh. literal ocean water, and uh, Kool-Aid. With no sugar. Ocean water. So it's kind of like gin and tonic. Kool Aid. Like a gin and tonic. Nope. 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 Worse a lot more salt. <laughs> yep. A lot more salt. Literal ocean water. Ocean water. And somebody done sprinkled in a berry Kool Aid packet. Ain't no sugar. Just sprinkle it in. You get a little hint of berry, which is salty ass ocean water. And you got to drink 32 ounces of that at different times <sighs> and tons of water. That results in uh, what we call uh, weeping diarrhea. Nice. Yeah, at some point, you don't even know what's coming out anymore. Nice. You, know that, you know how they say 80% of your body is, is made of water? They say you that. really start believing that. She's like, wow, I really am. I have to be. <laughs> I have to be. I've already, that's already at least 64 ounces of liquids that are gone. Where is this coming from? Right. Yeah, uh, that's the worst. That is the worst. And that once once that situation starts situating, you are never leaving the bathroom. Bring a pillow. You're never leaving. Once you start that dosage, it's you're just in the bathroom until it's time to hold those, clench those cheeks tight, and hope you make it to your appointment. Why is the salty part of it? What's that? What's the point of that? Do you know? I couldn't tell you. Okay. All I know is that's the mixture. Gotcha. Uh, and so once you do that, you go in, they prepare you to go under, you go under, you go under, and then all of a sudden you wake up and you're somewhere with some angry bitch giving you juice and crackers and she got an attitude. And do you still have a weeping boo-boo or is that done? No, that's done. Oh, Okay. I, maybe they go in with a vacuum. I don't know. They just get all of it out. You know, it's just clean as a whistle. I'd imagine that's what homosexual sex is like. Did you have a weeping boo-boo afterwards? No, no. Actually, there was nothing. Matter of fact, 
I had the next that same day I got released. I had a chicken fried steak and uh, eggs and toast. And then I didn't. I didn't go to the bathroom again for about five days. I was very concerned. It's <laughs> like I know it went in. He was all cried. What's out. What's it doing in there? You were all cried out. You said it was. Weakened. I was like, it's got to come out at some point. Right. And what was? What is it doing in there? Yeah. No, I ate it. How did we get here? Oh yeah, we're talking because, about the, the guy who's having- the man was 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 <laughs> was pooping out of his dick and ejaculating out of his. See, here's the problem. Okay. So we're having sex. He's having sex. Well, I don't know. He's probably by himself. So he's rubbing one out. Uh, he's, he's roughing up the suspect, as they say. And uh, <laughs> he notices, oh, this looks different. What is this? <laughs> oh, oh, I poop myself. Oh, that doesn't look like poop. What is that? I don't know. And, he's, and then he, you know, he wakes up in the wee hours of the morning to go pee. He's like, oh, shit, that's, that don't look like. That, oh, that smell. That. that smell. That, that smell. <laughs> shit. That you know. Imagine a fart. It needs oh, more water. What? Imagine a fart from your dick. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Two years. Two years. Did, he, did they? Did they speak to him? Did they do an interview with like, hey, what? What the fuck? Or anything? Or is? Why would you want? <laughs> this guy is named for a reason. Why would you want anyone ever to know? You got some that explaining you were the to dude. do. You got some explaining to do. Like how? About what? Two years. What? What was the thought process? Were you embarrassed, and that's why you didn't go get checked, or were, did you think it was okay, or are you mentally ill? Well, like what? What allowed you to continue shitting out of your dick? <laughs> I I don't know what to tell you. And dude. how do you jack a shitty dick? <laughs> Apparently, he did enough to recognize that the semen was coming from his butthole. That's very weird. His anus. Anus. Uh, I believe those are medical conditions, though. I think that you can have that happen. Yeah, I guess. It's very rare you have both, you know, so. So, yeah, so that is officially a shitty dick. So let's transition from one shitty dick to another. All right. Mm. Little Nas X. Apparently, he broke up with his boyfriend. Did you yeah. Hear about this? And so he broke up with his boyfriend. It may have been the uh, that picture of him, you know, when he's, Dressed like little Kim from that famous uh, Grammy <laughs> picture where she had the one titty out and Diana Ross said it was the most hilarious shit ever. So hilarious she had to hit that motherfucker. She's like, pop pop, look at you. Pop pop, titty out. You gotta touch it. And uh, which she was also showing himself as pregnant, which is not a thing thing because he's a dude dude for now. Nah. Anyway, he tweeted out uh, on October the 1st. <laughs> That quote, this gay shit was fun at first, period. I miss pussy now, period. Frowny face. What you say about that, B? Well, you know, we did a Music Love Life reunion show a couple of weeks ago, maybe two or three weeks ago. And I was trying to convince uh, Kevin and Crystal that it was all a publicity stunt from the beginning. I don't believe this guy is gay. I think he's doing gay stuff because he feels like it it gives him a, a a different lane, and then that I heard a song like maybe a week ago. I can't. Wait, I wait, wait. Country music as a black artist was not a different enough lane for him. Well, he recognized the um how that uh, that elevated him doing the country thing. So he's like, well, shit, how can I get more weird than that? I'm a black dude doing country. How can I do this? Oh well, there's no there's no real gay rappers yet. Like there are gay rappers, but they're not like Billboard gay rappers. So how can I be the first Billboard gay rapper? And he did that and. 
Then I heard in a song like a week ago, I think him and the, the white guy, Jack Harlow, I believe is his name. Um, he said something about, I, tell you. I, I, I haven't lost since I turned gay. That's one of his lyrics. So it just, it just, it just backed up. It just backed up what I was saying. Like, it's all, this is all. No, hell he, no. He's kissing dudes nope. for publicity. Nope, nope, and nope. You know, okie dokes, if you say so. If I'm looking at a screenshot, I'm like, okay, if that's for publicity, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know. I don't know, Beef. That's that's a hypothesis. Well, my wife says my wife uh, texted we'll me and said that I was wrong. He said I haven't, I haven't, I ain't lost since I began. Sound like that? I ain't lost since I've been gay. I don't know. Maybe we need, we need rap genius to to learn that. But nonetheless, do we? <laughs> nonetheless, do we though? No, we don't. Nonetheless, I, I think, think it was just like little Kim. It's all pregnant. That's all for publicity, my nigga. He just he was he was a broke nigga, and he was always gonna be a broke nigga if had it not been for Old Town Road and 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 lap dancing the devil. He saved his own life by being willing to do the thing that nobody wanted to else wanted to do. I guess, man, that Old Town Road though. You know who loves that shit? Kids, the most kids. They love that shit. That is my youngest daughter's shit. Yeah. Yeah, the one with, I, with the one with uh, with fuck with Billy Ray Cyrus. That one specifically, she needs that version of that shit. Let me and to let start me, her day. Let me explain to you, and see that's why that's why I don't understand how you don't get what I'm saying. Let me explain to you how big this motherfucker is. My homeboy just came in town from. He lives in Switzerland. Um, he's American, but his wife is Swiss, is a uh, is Swiss, and his kids are half Swiss. So they've they've I don't think they've been to America since they've been old enough to know music. They were maybe babies last time they came over to America. He tells me he tells me on Friday that his his son's favorite song is the Little Nas X song. This is in Switzerland. This is how big this motherfucker is. Yes, he's pretending to suck dick for publicity. He's pretending to be gay for publicity. He's even willing to kiss a nigga. He'll do that on the on the on the the, the um the music awards or whatever it was. But think about it. If you are dead ass under the bridge, motherfucking broke in the hood, and you're and you think you have a shot to get out, to all you gotta do is kiss a man and pretend like you're gay. I can see people doing that. I can see Lil Nas X doing that to get his publicity. It makes sense Where to me. Where the money resides. Where the money resides. Where reside. the fucking money resides. And now he's on TV kissing men and talking about being gay and being pregnant. And it's all funny. It's all funny to him because he's like, man, I don't believe none of this shit. I'm the, the, that devil lap dance devil shit. That's that's all just everything he's done so far has proven to me that it's a troll. So I don't, I'm not surprised at all. He's so big that Nike sued his ass. That's what I'm talking about. A lot of these other motherfuckers, they be doing shit with Nikes and be starting whole ass businesses with Air Force Ones as the base of the shoes. That's what I'm talking this about. This little nigga made, what, what, 10? I don't even know how many of these little shits he made. Nike's like, oh, you motherfucker, <laughs> we can't have this. No, that's, sir. That's what I'm talking we about. We are anti-Satan. You will not be using. He so might, I don't know. He may, I don't be, know. he may be the biggest rap artist right now. Not kidding. Uh, Name a bigger one. Not not better, not a better one. Name a bigger one. That's not what I'm saying. We just gonna pretend like Arby Graham ain't dropped certified. Drake is not bigger than him right now. Drake is not bigger than him right now. Drake is more successful. Drake is Drake is more light skin conference. Drake is more celebrated. Drake is more successful. But I'm telling you, my friend lives in Switzerland. Nigga, you think Drake don't go to Switzerland? He ain't selling out stadiums. Come on, man. Yeah, but but my friend's kid. I'm talking about among kids too. My friend's kid is not like, oh man, that, that certified lover boy dropped. 
I guess. Fair. I don't know. Kids are going to listen to music way more than adults are. I, I'm telling you, Lil Nas X streams, his numbers are better than Drake's right now. I'm not kidding when I say that. You're, you think Drake is... You mean his numbers. You mean of, of that song. I'm talking about... I'm sure he has other music. I don't know what it is. I'm talking about if you look at the streaming numbers in the month of September, Lil Nas X is more than Drake. That's what I'm saying. Mm, maybe. I don't have the I proof. Of, these, I, these people that get the kids, they move, a, they move units. Yeah. Remember, you ever heard of someone called Jojo Siwa? No. She's this white girl that uh, she's got, you know, one of them kids-friendly shits. Like from the movie Troll, Trolls, it's just happy, poppy, happy, poppy. Yeah. Ain't talking about nothing. And so she's a little bit like Lil Nas X in that, you know, her kids love her shit. I forget who came for her. Might have been the baby. He came for Jojo Siwa and then the, the, the children fucked him up. He had to say, I'm sorry. You know, when he doubled down on the gay shit, it's like, nope, I'm Jojo. I don't want to. I don't want none of that smoke. Full circle. Jojo was recently on Dances with the Stars and she made a first in that she was the first person contestant to have the same sex partner on Dancing with the Stars. We're talking about other Jojo, the one from back in the day. No, talking about Jojo Siwa. Oh. What are we seeing here? Seeing a trend. Yeah, so it's okay. Lil Nas X and Jojo Siwa. You know how much Humidity. money you know how much money Lil Nas X has made off of pretending to be gay? I get it. I get it, homeboy. Do your thing, man. Suck, pretend to suck dick all you want to. I get it, man. Get out the hood. I don't know, man. I see his lips. I believe him. Take, no, I don't believe him. Take care of your family, dude. Too do whatever busy. Do whatever you got to do to get out the hood, man. I'm not mad at I you guess. at all. Well, back to what I was saying, man. So Old Town Road is my daughter's theme song. B. <laughs> theme song. You know what part she likes, of course. Can't tell me nothing. No, can't tell me nothing. <laughs> That's really the only part she gives a shit about. Everything is just a waiting to get to that. You can't tell me nothing. It's like halfway cute and halfway like, oh my God, what is going on? But you know, it's still a halfway cute though. Well, you know, that Billy Ray Cyrus part is pretty goddamn, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty. I like the Billy Ray Cyrus one. He's you know, pretty deep. You sound like you sound might like, hey, scream man, it too. You know, you know you're not, driving you, around in my Maserati sports car. You're you not know. cutting that song off, are you? You may not, no, you may not, not request shit. it, but you're I, not cutting I, I it off. I fucks with Billy Ray. The achy breaky? <laughs> shit. You ain't done the achy breaky before? I know you have. I haven't. We're men of a simple shit. Come on. Yeah, you have. Don't tell my heart. My achy breaky heart. I think I was overseas when that song came out. Let me check, though. Go ahead. No, 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 no. That was, that was, that was early 90s. Had to be. Just don't think it, understand. And if you tell my heart, my achy breaky heart, oh, yeah, it you're might right. blow up and kill this man. That was 92. I was a junior. I was a junior uh, in high school. Yeah, your ass was doing the achy breaky like everybody else was. I wasn't. <clears throat> Shit. Yeah, man. So, so my the thing I like about Old Town Road is that uh, I don't remember the lyrics, but the points of is that Billy Ray is clearly talking about his sad life right now and how he's dating someone who has a passion for expensive shit and he has to give them the expensive shit because he has expensive shit because he sold his soul to have expensive shit. He's whored out his daughter. That's not part of the lyrics, but that's what it is. It's how he got the expensive shit. So it's very introspective. In any event, you so that's the theme. That's my, that's my, that's uh, the get, littlest Kunta's theme song. You get can't tell me that? nothing. You get all that huh? from Hometown Road? Are you serious? You've not looked at the, have you not seen Billy Ray Cyrus's part no. of it? 
No, I mean, I've heard it. I've heard the song, but I've never looked up the lyrics. Well, you don't... It's, I mean, it's not all there. <laughs> I mean, you know who the fuck he is. No, but, but, but clearly, uh, he's telling you about his life right damn now. <laughs> and the shit ain't sweet. The shit ain't sweet. Uh, shit, man. You know, you made me pull this shit up. Um, where is it? Maserati sports car. Yeah, I'm going to take my horse. And you know that his voice, man, he's been through some shit. Yeah, man, that voice sounds stressed. Man, he's, you know, he done had all the drugs too. He done did all the drugs. You know, spoke to a pack of Marlboros. Um, but anyway, long story short, that's my daughter's. You know, you can't tell me nothing if they just put that shit on loop. That is her favorite part of the song. That's what she's about. Uh, and so. I say that to say this. B, do you have a theme song? Theme song. When you wake up in the morning, do you got to hit my music, get my shit started. No, I hate that. I'm not I'm not the kind of person who um, Why not? Because I'm I'm no, I'm about to explain to you. I'm not the kind of person who plays music to get me in a mood. I'll play music based on the mood that I'm in. But hmm. in the morning time, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to talk in the morning. I don't want to eat in the morning. I don't want to do anything in the morning, but I, I just get to whatever I have to do. Like mornings are not are not my time. Well, uh, let me tell you the gospel of Kunta. So as you know, one of Kunta's favorite people is Deion Sanders. Uh, by the way, he just had a foot surgery done in Mississippi. I'm like, uh, I know you're coaching there. But you got, you don't got Mississippi money. Maybe you should, you know, you know, go have, you know, where the fuck is Dr. James Andrews from? Go see that motherfucker. But Mississippi, some dude I ain't never heard of. Seems like a bad idea, Prime. Seemed like a bad idea. Uh, but anyway, he had foot surgery and uh, he's rolling around on a scooter. Not the point. Not the point. Point is, one of the things that Primetime instills in his uh, students and his football team at Jackson State is every time they roll out, they roll out to some theme music. And the thing about the theme music is that for me, you wake up, ah, oh, you groggy, shit, this shit again. Fuck. One more again. You got to have something to get you up to remind you what it is you're trying to accomplish. What are your goals? And so I wholeheartedly, you know, would stress that it's important you know, you, could, you should have it. You should seriously think about having your own personal theme song to get that thing going. So, B, you know, I understand your mood, whatnot. Get it. Totally get it. I used to be one of those people. But now I wake up in the morning, shit. I'm like trying to get the kids out, trying to get me out, trying to get the wife. We all trying to get up. I say, hit my theme music. And Alexa plays that shit. And I'm right as rain. And what is it? I got two. Uh, the first one is, is if I'm, you know... <clears throat> If I'm by myself trying to motivate myself, I play Nipsey Hussle. Uh, it's, it's called the Victory Lap. Uh, and it starts out, I'm prolific, so gifted. I'm the type that's going to get it. If you listen to that song, you don't feel like doing some shit. Well, nigga, you ain't shit. Damn. Just facts. You don't you feel like just sitting where you're sitting? Well, shit, that's, you've reached your limit. This is who you're going to be. Now, if I got to get everybody up in the house, I got to do family shit, I'm going to hit that YG, my nigga, my nigga. That's my shit. Yeah, that's a good song. See, I'm arrived for my... Or for the people out there. I'm not playing my nigga, my nigga with, you know, little kids in the house. I'm playing my hitter. Right. My hitter, 
my isn't Rich Homie Quan on that song? Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm a ride for my mom. So your favorite song, your favorite song is a Rich Homie Quan song. <laughs> no, it's YG. Featuring Rich Homie Quan and Your favorite Jay-Z song Walsh. is a Rich Homie Quan song. That's hilarious. No, it's not my favorite song. It's a theme song to get my day going. Your favorite song is a Rich no. Homie Quan song. That's hilarious. It's how I get my day going when I'm trying to make sure that I keep the Kunta family tight and focused. And while I'm doing it for the Kunta family, that's what the song means to me. You know, my, you know, my song, my, I look through... Um, I guess my most played song. My most played song is an Erica Badu song. And I couldn't figure out why. I was like, no, it's not. She's dope as fuck. No, but let me tell you, let me explain why. Because it's that song AD 2020 or whatever. Like, no, you won't be blaming. No, uh, no, you won't be. Wow. Wow. Destroying this. You won't be. You've said it. Blaming no buildings after me. What the fuck you talking about? To go down, dilapidated. You know that song? The way you said it? No. Okay. I do not know. Well, whatever. The reason why is because my Apple Music, when it connects to my car Bluetooth, it automatically plays the, the first song alphabetically, and that's the first song alphabetically. And so that's why I was... Yeah, it does that shit. I had... See, you know what? I'm glad you said that, because I'm trying to get my, get my Apple to stop doing that shit when I connect it to my car, and because it, it goes alphabetic, uh, the first song it plays for me is Lil Wayne. You want to know the name of the song? <laughs> Which one? Abortion. <laughs> Some awkward shit to hear when you got kids in the car. You got to just get that song out of your library. That's the only. Yeah, thing, that's the only thing the you can do. You have to delete yeah, that. I song. have to delete the. Sh- I mean, it's it's like it's like what? I didn't even like the goddamn. It was off that um uh, that song that album when he tried to be a rap star. Oh, the rock star. You mean we not a rap star? Rock. A rock star. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, there was only one good song on that whole album. Underworld or something like that or over over oversight. I don't know. I see you with the palm on your hands, but me, me, see me, I got the world in my hands. I make a spit on your finger. I'm a critical thinker. I'm a hell of a smoker and I'm a bit of a drinker. Yeah, yeah. You okay. Know. Like, come on, man. Well, there come is, on, there, man. There is hope. My newer car with the uh with the Apple CarPlay in it doesn't do that. So that's only when it when it connects through Bluetooth that it does that on my other car. So you gotta get yeah, a, you well, gotta get a newer radio. Well, B, you know, one day I will have, you know, half as much money as you, and I'll be able to do some other things. You know what? That's ridiculous. I don't even know why I said that. I'm never going to have as much money as you. That's, that's dumb. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Whatever. Sorry. This, this, uh, this lie that you've told America or the world that, that for some kind of way I, I'm, I'm um, more well-to-do than you independently are. Independently wealthy? It's hilarious. You have a, you know, you have your own butler? <laughs> If you're wondering what happened to, to Bentley Farnsworth, why well, you haven't seen him around? Because he's at he's at B's house, <laughs> and B has takes a much different approach to publicity. And so, you know, if you work for B, you kind of have a uh, a gag order. You don't speak unless B allows you to speak. And so, <laughs> B is not currently doing videos. So, I don't think that I would have a black manservant. Fair, fair. Right, right. Let's right. go back to Old Town Road. I'm not like, but hmm? when you get a when you get a white man servant, if you had to have one, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, my shit, my handle is King Kunta Three X. What do you fuck do you think? <laughs> absolutely. You know, There's no way I subject like, that's a black that man a question? to this. Right. I mean, are you new? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Going back to Old Town Road, the Billy Ray Cyrus lyrics: Hat down, cross town, living like a rock star, spend a lot of money on my brand new guitar. Baby's got a bad habit. 
Diamond rings and Fendi sports bra Riding down Rodale in my Maserati sports car Got no stress, I've been through all that I'm like a Marlboro man, so I kick on back Wish I could roll back to that old town road I wanna ride till I can't Nope, that's deep, man That's some introspective shit Nigga say he's wearing his cowboy hat Living across town like a rock star He doing that shit because he got the money Spent a lot of money on his brand new guitar. He does that shit because he likes to spend his money on shit he likes, which would be guitars. Thank you, Break Your Heart. Baby's got a habit. Diamond rings and Finney sports bra. Make shit. He's dating you know, young hoes and shit because that's what he's doing because he's been way, way, way divorced. Riding down Rodale in my Maserati sports car. Of course he has one because he's rich. We already talked about this shit. Got no stress. I've been through all that. Kind of a lie. But he has been through a lot of stress. Right. I'm like a Marlboro man, so I kick on back. He's telling us he smokes. We understand that he smokes. You know, is what it is. Right. Wish I could roll back to that old town road, the achy breaky, the achy breaky days, but he can't go back. He wishes he can go back. He can't. So introspective country shit. Only right problem. Only problem I see there is the Maserati. Who? Who that has? Who of of worth would buy a Maserati? Ugh. Depends. What do you mean? Who of worth would buy a Maserati? There's a this. It's the four-door one that people like a lot. Maseratis are trash. When I say people, I mean people of means. Especially that Ghibli, trash. Well, B, you know, I, I, w- I wouldn't know, B. I don't run the circles you run, so. Perhaps that's what the, uh, you know, the poors see the Maserati as. Here we, here we go, here we go with that bullshit after. again. Here we go. I'm just saying. I just think that if you look at any any look, just look up a video of the Maserati Ghibli and look at what people how people review it. They're they're not that great cars. Maseratis aren't great cars. Just like Alfa Romeos aren't great cars. They're expensive cars. They're just not great cars. Ah, uh, the Alfa Romeo Romeo. They've started some introductory shit. Mm, you, well, where I live, you see a lot of them because they they've made them like three series. The Julia, I guess, to stay viable. That mm-hmm. Alfa Romeo Julia is what you're talking about. It might be. I just see a lot of them because yeah. they're just. They're trying to give them away because I guess they're trying to be profitable in some way. <clears throat> anyway, so get so long story short, get yourself a theme song to start your day off right. And uh, I fucks with YG. Anyway, uh, so man, guess what? Brand new. Britney Spears is free, man. They done freed Britney from her conservatorship. What's her daddy? I saw a post, I think. You, are you happy for the, the white woman's been liberated? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, me too. Me too. Me too. And she got engaged. I don't know who she got engaged to, but she got engaged. So, you know, things cool. are... She got engaged. She's got an iPad. Things are looking up for Britney Spears, for nice. Britney Lynn Spears. Uh, there's apparently a documentary. Have you heard about the Britney Spears documentary? That's it. Yeah, there's a documentary coming out. Uh, I forgot what it's called. It's going to be... Maybe streaming on a Hulu. I'm not sure. Well, see, here's the deal. I don't give a shit about a, a documentary on Britney Spears' challenges as a child star who amassed a fortune, uh, who had a mental issue. I mean, I recognize these things happen, but I don't give a shit about this. Do you, B? No. There's so many other pressing things in the world than to worry about Britney Spears. I mean, I, I get she had some mental health issues and probably still does. I understand. I do. But I just cannot pretend to give a shit. I think it's called Framing Britney Spears. I don't know why they picked Framing that name. Britney Spears? I couldn't tell you. Nor do I give a shit. Uh, but it's like, okay, 
all right, well, sure, I suppose. I mean, I don't even know if she has fans like that. I mean, who's going to these Vegas shows? I couldn't tell you. Couldn't I wouldn't fucking tell you. I wouldn't go. Did we, did we talk about an Usher has a Vegas show right uh, now? I think you may have touched on it, but I, we haven't done, we didn't dig into all. Did you see his haircut that he's rocking with his Vegas show? I have not. He got that Bobby Brown, man. That's what he got. He got that Bobby Brown Gumby. Like the swoop on the side or like towards the left or right, are you saying? Or no, the actual Gumby got the got the little indention and the up and the down. Nice. Not the not the not the diagonal. So it's, it's, it's a it's a more advanced Gumby, but okay. a Gumby nonetheless. Nice. It's between a, a Bobby Brown Gumby and a Nino Brown. Nice. Exactly. Nice. All right, man. So Britney Free. You know who's not free? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Man, things did not go well for Robert. No. At all. They found that nigga Robert Kelly guilty. Sentencing. For everything. All of it. Every single one. At least 10, most likely life. Shit. Psst. They're pushing for life. So that nigga ain't gonna never get out. How do you Nor should that? he. How, you, Nor should, should he. Nor should he. Uh, nobody. Not a soul. Not even a little bit. Bill Cosby. I think he got railroaded. Bill. Nigga. Bill Cosby's not the only one. There's, there's, there's rumors. You get out on a technicality. Barely. The barely most got out. technical of technicalities. You are not acquitted. Well, no, 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 no. He didn't get out on a technicality. He was, a, he was charged and put in prison on some bullshit. That's why he got out. Because had, had he, he got never... out because they used, they used evidence that they had previously agreed that they would not be able to use right. outside of that civil case so or you essentially granting him immunity. But you would never even have heard of this because he wouldn't have ever testified had they not. He wouldn't have testified to the horrible shit he did. You're right, B. You are right. <laughs> but I mean, but it was the damning. That was what was damning was that he admitted to a lot of that. You're stuff. right, B. He never would have admitted, so he never would have been in prison. He, so technically, he would he wouldn't admit it to that shit except for technically they said if he said wherever the fuck, it's like Hulk Hogan. Right. Do you know why I don't fuck with Hulk Hogan anymore? Because he said nigga. A lot of times. Yeah. In a deposition. Right. Like a lot. Right. Like, you know, like, you know, to keep his teeth white a lot. Anyway, <laughs> uh, shout out to Paul Mooney somewhere being sarcastic as fuck. Well, Probably but, on a fucking uh, Richard Pryor's ass about some shit. Bill Cosby's, not the, Bill Cosby's not the only one who's, who's saying this. I think um, um, Corey Holcomb, I think that's the comedian's name. He's saying that, um, that this is all about his publishing because um, ain't nobody kidnapping no hoe. This, this is... Not verbatim, but paraphrase his quotes. Ain't nobody kidnapping no hoes. These hoes go willingly. Um, the Aaliyah shit, he thinks that was probably an issue. But all this other stuff with surviving R. Kelly, he said, ain't nobody kidnapping no hoes. These hoes go willingly. They just trying to get his publishing. He owns his stuff. And so they, they just trying to get his money. So he's not, Bill Cosby isn't the only person who's saying this. This Corey Hopin guy, in the words of Snoop Dogg, who? Nigga, who? I don't know who this nigga is. Whatever. Uh, this is the same type of shit that happens in the black community where we hide and cover shit. There, you know, a lot of families got that one uncle that you know you don't leave people, you don't leave the kids around without someone else being there. You know, it's sad. For years, we knew this shit. We knew, we knew as the fans, nigga, we knew. 
And we just chose to pretend like we didn't know. Right. And then about a decade ago, more than a decade, about 15, 20 years ago, that video came out. And we saw this shit and said, no, nope, that's not him. That's not him, him. I can't, that's not really him, him, because, you know, when his hair is grown out, he don't do that shit. Yeah. And yeah, if that was him, I, I need him to say, I, I, I need him to say, oh, 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 oh. If he don't say that, it's not him. He didn't say that, so it's not him. So we knew, we knew, we've been knowing. It wasn't that, uh, not just that documentary. We've been knowing this shit, man. Well, he actually spoke on that too. He's saying that, you know, they're, they're mis, um, they're mischarging him because he's not a pedophile. Because pedophiles, by definition, are, and I, I may get this wrong because I, I don't know it verbatim. I may even paraphrase it wrong. But the premise is that pedophiles are people who are attracted to and have, want to have sex with kids who are prepubescent. And R. Kelly deals with postpubescent young people. So they're not technically, it's not technically pedophile. I don't know, man. That's a smart, dumb nigga. Whatever. <laughs> get to the same spot. We get to the same place. When they, when they went after him again, what did you and I say? I'm like, oh, I guess they're going to get him this time. Yeah, they're going to get him this time. And they went, they got yeah. him all the way. It's like, you know, the last, I don't know how he escaped the last time, B, and neither do you. Yeah. And the, the one in, in what, what they had, the jury, I don't know how he got out of that shit. Right. I don't know. Right. And then they found all that, all that child porn in his house. But it was, there was no, they used it. They didn't have a warrant. And so they all got thrown out. Right. Shit. We, that nigga Ben Ben needed to be going, going inside. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, Bill, could you just go sit the fuck down somewhere and shut the fuck up? Just go do that. <laughs> no. If you be quiet, they not going to mess with you. <laughs> you. Did you see that he posted about Boosie, uh, Boosie Badass's movie? Who did? Bill Cosby. No, that nigga didn't do that shit. Yes, he did. No. He, yes, he did. He said, we need to support our black filmmakers, blah, blah, whatever. I don't believe you. Why is it with the booze and the badass? <laughs> Once you support the film and you won't. He, oh, encouraged, come on, man. he encouraged everybody to go out and watch it. <laughs> I encourage that nigga and OJ Simpson not, be, not to be in the same place at the same goddamn time. That's what I encourage. Which him. one, Boosie or Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby. Oh, okay. Shit, might as well be Boosie too. Ain't nobody, hey, B, real question, serious question. When Boozy goes to the barbershop, <clears throat> does he just ask for a fade? Or does he have to specifically ask for a boozy fade? It's <laughs> a real question. Is it? Come man, come on, man, man. Come on, man. I've I've never seen him not fresh out the barber. He must only post videos the day he gets to the barbershop. I know that. Not even when that nigga came out from being in. Uh right. shit. <laughs> Yeah. Apparently, him and fucking uh, Lil Duval got a got some song out that's kind of a minor hit. I don't, I ain't heard it. I don't it's know. It's just a remake, kind of ish. Is it? Kinda. I mean, well, the rap part isn't, but like the whole vibe. Like, do you remember when they uh, sued the shit out of Robin Thicke for making that uh, Blurred Lines song? Ooh, I had a story about Robin Thicke. That's fine. I, you know, it was you know, the same thing you talking about. Yeah, they sued the shit out of him. Oh, is that what about the Boosie thing and, and Duval? No, nope. He's getting sued to shit out for something else that happened during Blurred Lines video. Oh wow. Well, the but the point it's I was trying got to make. Me, dude. Oh. With the uh, one of the one of the major models that was in the video. Oh, he was with Paula Patton. Oh, then. Shit. They were together. Huh? He was together with Paula Patton then too. So this. No, nah, but he was blowing up. He ain't never been that big. Right. He got all the bitches he could ever think of. He's like, oh shit. Yeah. I'm a rock star, baby. 
Yeah. Well, so in short, in, in the words of 50 Cent, yeah, he probably did that shit. <laughs> yeah, he might have. Um, but, probably. But uh, the, the, I, there's a problem to me if we're going to sue Robin Thicke for saying that his song was stolen from Marvin Gaye, which I don't think it was. I think that it was inspired by, had a lot of the same feel to it, but it's, um, it wasn't even an interpolation. It was a complete new make of the vibe of a- Didn't they a, replay everything? Did they, didn't they recreate everything? They didn't take a single piece of original anything. They, they played everything well, that would be Fresh. A, that'd be an interpolation. That's where you take. That's where like Dr. Dre does for the old um, um, Parliament Funkadelic stuff. They're replaying the actual Parliament songs. Blurred Line. That's not what happened in Blurred Lines. Blurred, Blurred Lines wasn't a song at all. They create those are all original things. They just said it had the vibe of Marvin Gaye's song. It had the feeling. That's what they were saying. Now, see, now in theory, I might know a little bit about intellectual property, right? And theoretically. What you just described as what actually happened, I thought was supposed to be okay. It is okay. I, I, that I don't was know supposed how to be lost. permissible use. It is. I don't know how he lost this case. It was really just the wrong time, wrong place, wrong time for his ass. Because um, even Pharrell, like he, the funny part about that's it is the problem with intellectual property law is that it's not. There's you not. Hit, it just depends. But on here's how the here's, feeling at the time. Here's, here's the crazy part, though, Kunta. Everybody blames Robin Thicke. Pharrell made the beat. Nobody's fucking with Pharrell. They're fucking with Robin Thicke. He did, He just sang on the motherfucker. He probably didn't even write it. Pharrell well, made the beat. No, Pharrell made that song that we all like, Happy. Yeah, but he also made Blurred Lines. Yeah, but Happy. Yeah, but he also made Blurred Lines. And but blur- I really like Happy. <laughs> <laughs> it could be somebody's theme song, not me. Here's but my here, here's my thing though. So Oprah for, loves it too. Pharrell hears Marvin Gaye music his entire life. He makes a he makes a song. He makes the music for Blurred Lines that is inspired by and has the same feeling of um I can't remember the name of the song now Marvin Gaye song, but it's obviously got to give it up. Got to give it up. Yes, and it's obviously in the same vein. It's the same energy. It's the same changes. It's the same feel, but it's not the same music. It's completely uh, original composition, but it just is very 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 dependent upon the vibe of Got to Give It Up. So then Robin Thicke writes lyrics on top of it that also have a a falsetto feel to it. So it's kind of still matching that same energy, that same thing, and then they sue him and win. But I'm saying Lil Duval and and Boosie make a song that's the exact same. I can't even remember what song it is, but it's like, it's the same. That's why, B. That's why. There's not much money being made on it. <laughs> that's why. You're right. That is that is the answer. Blurred Lines was played at my wedding. Yeah, that's that's the answer. Right, you're right. That is the answer. The answer is there's no money. That's sad for like Marvin. Like that Lil Nas. That's why Nike sued the shit out of Lil Nas. Because yeah. they knew there'd be some revenue. That's sad for Marvin Gaye's family. Why did the shit out of Walmart? Because he knew Walmart be copying everybody's shit. Yeah. That's where you go. You, if, well, I presume, you know, I'm part of the poors and like B, but I'm not, you know, but I'm not part of the, you know, the poor, poor, poors. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so if you want some, some, um, some, some fair Jordans, <laughs> you go to Walmart and get them shits. You know, you still think you still think you want to be part of the and one revolution. You go to Walmart and you get them shits. <laughs> so they've been, you know, but 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 the Shaq model shit. I saw some fake, you know, Jordan twelves. I'm like, nigga, you know, you know what this is supposed to be. And they and they don't get sued because everybody knows at Wally World anything goes. Right. But not that nigga Kanye. He said, nope, 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 nope. I'm gonna need you to pay all retail price for my shits. Right. <laughs> so. Long story short, 
Long story short, um, Robin Thicke's getting sued for a lot of for a lot of different things, and he just got me tooed. I didn't and hear about so that. So we'll see how that shakes out. Oh, they're going to. It get shakes him. out in a settlement. That's how it shakes out. Yeah, they're going to get him. He, he's 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 had a bad run, man. Yeah, that shit kind of ruined his entire life. <laughs> he's had a bad run. He went from Paula Patton to nothing. Right. <laughs> hey, remember Blur- Blurred Lines? I, I, um, yeah, I mean, I'd sing it for you, but I can't because of legal. But not. But it was kind of big. Have you watched Growing Pains? That's my dad. You got to go hey. to Nick at Night B-roll now. Shit. God. Rags to riches in reverse. Went from, you know, went from rags to bitches, now back to rags. Um, oh, shit, man. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Uh, I had a thought uh, about Jeffrey Atkins uh, recently. Mm-hmm. Um, we really give Ja Rule no flowers, and I'm just wondering if we should be okay with that. Is that is that fair? It is. I was I was uncomfortable with how Fifty Cent did him back in the day. I didn't think it was okay then. I mean, if we just you know evaluate for what Fifty gave to the culture, what I mean he gave us two albums that were deep, worth a, worth a shit. You know, he gave us some uh, some some sneakers. Cheek on it. That shit. I mean, that's a fun thing to say. It's yep. a fun thing to say back in the in the in the uh, aughts. Uh, I guess he gave us Empire or Power. I don't know what the fuck it's called. Is it Power? Power and all the spinoffs. You know, I don't know. I don't know how much smart water you think, but you know, that was a thing for a little bit. I don't drink no more now, but yeah, I used to drink the Triple X. What the fuck is that? Uh, Kai. Oh, that's the acai one. Acai, yeah. I call her Kai. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's Brazilian. It's Portuguese. Yeah. Anyway, so yesterday was the 20th anniversary of uh, his third, Ja Rule's third studio album, Pain is Love. And uh, there were, I forgot what, what hits were on that. He had Always on Time. He had the J-Lo. I don't know if you had, yeah, he had the J-Lo one. Uh yeah, you know what would I do? What's the Stevie Wonder sample? This nigga just had hits, hits, yeah, hits, 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 yeah, for a very and he was a literal definition of a comet. Bigger hits and than Fifty Cent's, if you ask me. Burn, huh? Bigger hits than the Fifty Cent hits, if you ask me. I mean, if we look at Fifty Cent's hit, you got Up in the Club. That's by far his biggest hit. Yeah, not even no question, no diggity, no doubt. Right. You know, when you and I are in our 60s, somebody going to play that shit. And like, oh, yeah, that's that 50. You can find me in the club. You're going to nod a little bit. You're going to tap a toe. You're going to nod a little bit. Oh, so you got that. Um, hmm. Let's see. 21 Candy Questions. Candy Shop, I guess, is the next hit. Yeah, probably Candy Shop. I was going to say 21 Questions, but you're right. Candy Shop is probably next. Oh, no, no. 21 Questions is, is more. Yeah, 21 Questions. He's got Candy Shop. He's got Magic Stick, but you can't play that everywhere. Right. Um, hmm. Yeah, man. Cliff. You fall off a cliff pretty soon. Mm, hits, hits. Let's fall see. Off a, you fall off a cliff pretty soon. Hits, hits. Hits. The next one would probably be the one with Game. Hate it or love it. That's on Game's album, though. Yeah, that would... Okay, that would be three then. That would be the that would be his that would be higher. So that would be after uh, um can't that would be after twenty one questions because that that got a lot of spins in a lot of places. That and that also is game's biggest hit. 
Yep. He got and he and no, never gonna have anything close to that. Not, not, but not even close. So we got like five songs so far. About five, but the rest I, of that shit's forgettable. There's more than that on Jaru's album that you were just re- reading from. Yeah, that's just one album. So it was unfair what we did. We, I say we, we let that shit happen. B, you didn't play that clap back album. You didn't give a shit about that shit. You didn't. No, I don't. I don't. I'm, I, yeah, I didn't play that album. He's like, uh, 50 killed your ass. Bye. No, no. I mean, 50 I basically did it an entire record label. Yeah, he beat the whole record All label. of it. Yeah. Ashanti was like, I don't know these niggas. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I sing. I don't rap. So I'm not with that street life. Um, but she had hits man. too. Like Murder Inc. had way more hits than G-Unit. Way. Yeah, but she's, some, I view her as separate. Okay. I view her side as separate. Okay. Because the Jar Rules portion, you know, a lot of it was pop friendly, but the subject matter wasn't, if you listen to the subject matter for some of it, it wasn't. He was painting himself as this more light in the booty sensitive ass Tupac. Right. That's what, that was his, that was his lane. Uh, he was a more approachable, friendlier Tupac. I didn't like that shit, but I didn't like his remakes of, uh, his remake of, uh, so much pain that pissed me the fuck off. I don't even remember Whatever. that. Huh? I don't remember that. I think it's off that Pain is Love album, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, so I think we should acknowledge that Ja Rule did some really big things and maybe he deserved to be treated a little bit differently before the Firefest situation. That's that actually, that was terrible and it's his fault. Oh, I was about to say, are you saying it's our fault that Firefest happened? No, it's our fault that we let that we let Curtis Jackson put that nigga's light all the way out. To where he had to do Firefest. We let that shit happen. Huh? To where he had to do Firefest. So that's kind of our fault then. Yeah. Yeah. We let 50, we let Curtis Jackson tell us that nigga wouldn't shit and was like, you know what, Curtis? You got an honest face. You got an honest <laughs> face, man. You see how many times they shoot at you and they kill you? Shit, man. You must be God and Jason. I agree with you. Fuck Jeffrey Atkins. I don't even know. I'm not even going to call him Ja Rule anymore. You know what? And that's facts. I don't, I always refer to that nigga as Jeffrey Atkins. I do. I don't. Cause that was a, that was a feature on 50 Cent's album. <laughs> but shit, man. But, but let's give a, you know, this is a, just let's, let's all just remember that Ja and Murder Inc., they gave us some hits for a bit. They did. They did. It was a good time. You ain't got no bad time singing about them albums. Nah. They were, they were happy shits. Like, yeah. You know, it was, you know, all right. It was good shit. Yeah. And then that nigga 50 just went, no, no more money for you. And then Irv Gotti was saying some bullshit at their verses uh, online about how 50, you know, talks to the cops and shit. Right. I was like, Irv, you don't shut, shut up. 50 got, 50 cent now got, you can get gone money. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 50 Cent now got that type of money. Um, anywho, so Jeffrey Atkins, man, I appreciate what you brought to the culture. Me, I wish you continued success in your Greek, um, your Mediterranean restaurant offerings. I hope that they prove solid. I have no idea you know, what you're If I'm about. ever, wherever the fuck you're from, maybe it's New York, I don't know. Yeah, he's Didn't really make that York. clear, huh? He's New York. Or Jersey, one of those. Who cares? But if I'm ever there, when I when I crave a, a hero, hey man, I'll think of you. All right, man. So 
saw Shang-Chi the other day in the theater. Shang-Chi. Next Marvel movie. Making your face, but that shit is dope as shit. Why? Now, I know you don't give a shit about this, B, but I went to support. You know why? Because uh, people of color came out to support Black Panther. They did do that shit. Yeah. They did. And because they did, Marvel's like, shit, okay, well, well, let's make some more shit that, that people of well, different backgrounds will want to see because apparently these motherfuckers pay. So I felt compelled, not only as a fan, but to support those that supported, you know, our shit. No be you don't have to be your shit, but my shit, our shit. When I say our, you know, if you want to be excluded, that's fine. <laughs> supported Black Panther. So I went to go see Shang Chi. Uh, some good shit. I was I was it was some good shit. Um you don't really see Asian Americans portrayed in the way that I saw in Shang Chi. Uh, like I don't know the I don't know the population where you live, B, but I live out here in uh, California, so I have a lot of Asian American friends, and I gotta tell you, most of them don't aren't like the stereotypes you see on television. They're not, you know, they're some of the funniest, particularly the women, outrageous. You know, they'll say some of the lewdest shit. You know, the stereotypes are just wrong, as as a lot, a lot oftentimes some stereotypes are. Uh, Obviously, some stereotypes are built on a little bit of a truth that may have appeared at, at a certain point in time. But American-born uh, Asian-American people, they're just like American-born people. They, you know, right. you know, this is American culture is American culture. Right. So Shang-Chi, I really liked how they displayed that. B, do you know Aquafina, the actresses? I believe so, yes. Why is that her? Is that? That's not her. It can't be a real name. I hope not. You know what? Anyway, so she she was in that shit. She was like comedic relief. Like she didn't have no business being nowhere the fuck she was. Kind of like Spider-Man. I, and I don't expect you to have seen that. Spider-Man, he got the fat friend. They ain't got no business being wherever the fuck he is in the movie. He's just there. It's like the com- comedic relief. What is Aquafina's real name? Anyway, so... So Aquafina was up in that shit. Uh, I forget the uh, the Nick guy's name that was Shang Chi. I think it's something Lou, something like that. And it was just a really uh, well shot, entertaining movie. There was no downs. There were no downs. It had everything that people who are not Asian would have wanted from such a movie. And I, I believe I'm not Asian. I ain't Asian American. But I believe from what I saw, I would think. That it was not, it was, there was not much that was offensive. I would think that from my perspective. Okay. Again, I'm not Asian. I'm not Asian America, American. So Aquafina's real name is Nora Lum. Nora Lum? Nora Lum. That sounds Vietnamese. Nora Lum. So Aquafina is a stage name. So that's just to be funny. Okay. Isn't Aquafina a water? Yeah, yeah, it is. So she's half Chinese, half Korean. North Korea. Lum. South Korea. Lum. That doesn't sound like a Chinese name, but whatever the fuck. Um, anyway, so she was in that shit. She was funny as fuck. She's got a weird ass deep voice. You know, she does comedy very, very well. The lead actor, you know, he, you know, he was funny when he needed to be funny. He was serious when he needed to be serious. And he fucked up people when he needed to fuck up people. My girl, Michelle Yeoh, was up in that shit. You know who Michelle Yeoh is, B? I do not. You ever watch that movie Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Uh, yeah, but I, don't, I mean, I don't remember it. 
Okay, so any Asian movie that you may have come across since like the 2000s and there's a strong female lead who's at least middle-aged, that's Michelle Yeoh. I thought it'd be Lucy So if Michelle Yeoh is in your martial arts movie, it's going to be shot well and people are getting fucked all the way up in a very believable way. So not Lucy Liu? No. Uh, no, Come on, man. Man, come on, man. Man, come on, man. Time out. Remember when we talking about Boozy? Yeah. And Lil Duval got a song? Yeah. I finally figured out why the fuck he calls himself Lil Duval. Did you know why he called himself Lil Duval? He's from Duval, Florida. Exactly. I didn't know that shit until I was like, like walking like, bam, right to the face. Oh, that nigga from Duval, Florida. Yeah. That's why. That's why. All right. So back to Michelle Yeoh. So. <laughs> All right. So Michelle Yeoh. Um, B, I'm going to ask you to Google a picture of Michelle, Michelle, just Google Michelle Yeoh's feet while we're talking. Okay. Because I want you to see um, what I'm talking about and not have it in a vacuum. Now, Michelle Yeoh has actually trained in traditional martial arts for quite some time. That is why she's able to make some of her scenes more believable. Obviously, there's what they call in the business wire work. B, have you heard that term wire work? In connection with martial arts movies, yes, yeah, so I, I haven't, but I'm assuming that they the the actors are up on wires to let them move like they're to flying like, to yeah. there. To do that, you know that you know completely inhuman, supernatural looking shit. But still, you know there are fight scenes and coordinations, and there's not a lot of stunt doubles used in in uh, Hong Kong and Chinese films. They don't really do that so much. But you know, apart from the wire, yeah, that's the face. That's the face, B. You see it? <laughs> Which, one day, Black on Both Sides will be a, a will have a, a video component of our podcast where you'll be able to see uh, my dome and Beyonce's dome in real time. <laughs> I wish you could see the face that Beyonce is making. Would you like to comment, B? You can keep looking. It's not going to get any better. She's a pretty lady. She is from the ankles up. But her feet are, what the fuck? It's like she get, had them bound. And hit with hammers afterward? Now, here's the deal. Bound and hit with hammers. Here's, here's the deal. Why do her feet look that way? B, why do you think her feet look that way? You're just going to go with bound? Because that, that practice hasn't been done for a long time, and she's not Japanese, so it wouldn't even be because she's Chinese. I thought, it's a Japanese practice. Okay, second thing is she put them in a garbage disposal as a kid? No? So, B, there is martial arts training where everybody gets a ribbon. You know, like you take your kids and, oh, yeah, my, my daughter, she's a third-degree black belt in Taekwondo. Where some bald headed, some some white guy with old white guy with a horseshoe with a horseshoe bald thing going uh, with horseshoe baldness has given your kid a, a ribbon. Yeah, that's not real martial arts. That's not real. There's there's then there's the actual real shit. You can't practice the actual real shit for years and years and years and years and think shit's not going to happen to you. So her feet are a result of all those years of actual real martial arts training. 
hitting them on shit. How does she hard put, shit? How does she put those in shoes? I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't fucking know. Don't know. I bet. I bet. You know, she's probably in a lot of pain because she's not. She's older now. Way older now. She doesn't look older. I mean, she doesn't look young, but she doesn't look as old as she is. I guarantee she's, she's that. Nice looking. She's really nice looking. Well, she is. She's a beautiful uh, uh, woman. Um, uh, she actually is fifty nine. Oh wow! She looks more like forty nine, or yeah, she looks like she could be in her in her mid to late forties. Um, but no, uh, she um, she's older. She's done performed martial arts, real martial arts, for a long time. You know, Jackie Chan has a lot of fucked up things wrong with him too. And yeah. I don't know if you've seen pictures of Jet Li lately. It's not good. <laughs> Jet Li was probably all bad. Jet Li was huh? sixty back in the day when he was doing Blockbuster, so he's probably ninety now. Uh, he he's not as old as you would think. He looks like, he's but he old. had a lot of different things happen to him. Oh, okay. The, the actual training that he he did, he practiced before he became a movie star, even after he was. Excuse me. And then the um, then he did all of his own stunts for a long time. Right. And then he had a very bad illness. I don't remember what it was. It might have been kidney trouble. It might have been something. He almost died. And now he looks like an old, old man. Yeah. Looks like a, he looks like some, he looks like the type of dude you would see at the end of a Kung Fu flick or like the, the fucking master that's going to teach you shit. That's how old he looks. Right. Whereas Jackie Chan still, you know, I mean, he's old, but he don't look like, you know, Master Roshi, you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know, he's not no Master Roshi looking thing. So, but anyway, so Michelle Yeoh is in that shit. When you know she's there, you know it's going to be good. She even she even does drama. So when you know she's in the movie, it's going to be a quality movie. Uh, the action sequences were really really good. The CGI in Shang Chi, there was enough CGI, just enough to push the story without enough to make you go, ah, this bullshit. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, ah, come on, this. Because, you know, there is a dragon involved at some point. So there aren't dragons. They don't really exist. So we need CGI for that shit. Right. Um, but I thought it was a very, I thought it was a fun ride. I thought it was a fun ride. I really uh, appreciated how I saw Asian Americans. Because they were all Asian Americans in the movie, with the exception of Michelle Yeoh. She's Malaysian. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Huh. Thought she was Chinese. Learn something new every day. Um, which also explains why she maybe have double down on the martial arts training to be in the Hong Kong movies. Anyway, so it's, I thought it was a cool ride. B, you might, do you even like uh, martial arts movies at all, B? Mm, not really. I mean, they're okay. Well, you know, if, you, if you're not opposed to it, I'd say check it out whenever you can check it out. Yeah. It was, a, it was an entertaining movie. I'll say that. Standing Alone, it was an entertaining movie. If you watched all the Marvel movies, then it was also entertaining because, you know, we see some people, I'm not, this is a spoiler free uh, conversation. We see some people that we hadn't seen in a while. At the very end, we realize, oh, this nigga going to be around for a while. So basically, Shang-Chi is going to be, I, they don't say this, but it's pretty clear he's going to be on the new Avengers team. Pretty clear. Pretty, pretty clear. I'm here for it. So I don't even know if they're doing true CGI anymore as much as they're doing now. Have you seen that Unreal Engine stuff that they're incorporating um, into movies now? No, but I want you to recognize that just because you do different nerd shit does not make it any less nerdy. What do you mean? It's 
want you to understand that. Why are you friends? So Kunta's been talking, you're thinking it's nerd shit, and now you're talking about something else that's also nerd shit. So let's talk. So we're equally talking about nerd shit. No, we're not equally talking about it. I'm on the periphery. Yes, we are. I'm on the periphery no. talking about some shit that I saw one time. You're on something that you're heavily invested in. That's not the same. <laughs> you are literally talking about technical nerdy shit, which is by which is the definition in some part of nerd shit. No, this is shit that everybody thinks is cool. When you have an LED wall, instead of having a, a, a computer-generated whatever, that's better. That's cooler. Don't know no good. <laughs> that's cooler, and you know it is. That is cooler. If, if you're, if, that's not cooler? Whatever, man. Hey, I'm not anti-nerd. I'm going to send you, some YouTube, a couple of YouTube videos that I happened to see the other day that are pretty cool. And it's basically yeah. Well, some, see exactly. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. There's the, whatever the if you've played any video game in the past, you know, whatever. They they the the really good ones use something called Unreal Engine, and I believe that's just the way that they do shading and the way things look to make it look more realistic. But however, now movie makers are incorporating that into movies as well. That along with instead of having a CGI background, they'll have the actor stand in front of a really, really tall and wide LED wall. So whatever the scenery is or whatever it is, they put it on this, this big LED. It's like a big TV screen and the actors just stand in front of it. And so that, is, that gives you the ability for them to be in a crazy world. And um, I think- How is that not green screen? It's not the same thing as green screen because a green screen, there's actually green behind it and they have, to, they have to remove the green and put another background where the green was. This is the background is on a TV and they just stand in front of the TV, but it looks so lifelike that you look the depth and everything looks like they're in that background. And then there may be also some green screen elements on the floor and stuff, but the entire background is, is, uh, I'm going to just send you the video. I'm going to send you the video. It's pretty cool. But not, cool story, as, bro. As, not as nerdy as what you're talking about because this took me five or so minutes. Sure, man. This took me five or so minutes of no, watching it. a video to understand, whereas you've devoted you're your right. life You've devoted your life to Marvel. It's something different. That's very different. I never read Shang-Chi, but I know who the fuck he is. Gotcha. Uh, so, well, on the periphery, I know. I know. I, so basically, Shang-Chi was Marvel's Bruce Lee. So at some point, when Bruce Lee started being that, that dude in movies, Marvel was like, huh, we should have a character like that. That would be great because people love them some kung fu. And that's when they when they when they wrote the Shang Chi character into the comic books and got you gave him this background. There's a lot of problematic things that they initially done with him, which this movie cleared up quite a bit, quite a bit. Uh, for example, his mother is supposed to be white. Uh, the people that made this movie went no 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 no. Why would his mother be white though? Because. <laughs> <laughs> B, what do you, I mean, I don't, I don't, I need to explain it. I mean, what do you, I don't know, make him, make him, make him approachable. I don't understand. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And the big bad, his dad, the Mandarin, he's like had a Fu Manchu mustache. That shit's not okay. Right. That shit is not okay. And they call the nigga the, the Mandarin. It's like the And they addressed that in the movie. They addressed that shit in the movie. So this movie was about breaking Asian stereotypes, except that's, that's really for they good. did do kung fu. That's really so good. That part. And that they yeah. can fly. And, yeah, and the kung fu part, you know, it can't be a stereotype if it's part of your culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. They really did do that shit. Some of them really do do that shit. 
their culture is the creation of some certain martial arts. That's what the fuck they did. That's their history. So you can't run away from that when you're telling a story about a character who does that. All Americans can't, all Americans can't box. Yeah, I disagree. All Americans can't box. They shouldn't be known for boxing. Just because America you're an American. Did not, it did not invent boxing okay, but you as see a them. fighting style. Who did? Well, they boxed in England. They boxed in Ireland. You know, they all, all Ireland put up your dukes. Put up your dukes. I don't ah, know. Nah. They got the fist, the fist straight up. And they're, ah, put up your dukes. Every American shouldn't, isn't an apple pie baker. But it's as American as apple pie. Okay. So they talk about apple pie in an American movie. You don't, be, you don't go, stereotype. Well, you might, <laughs> you know, Karen and whatnot, like pumpkin spice lattes. Tis the season for pumpkin spice everything. It's coming, huh? It's no, no, it's here. Is it really already? That's a little it's early. Yeah, right? really, it's here. Pumpkin spice lattes, pumpkin spice donuts, uh, pumpkin spice air damn thing. That's early though. It didn't used to come this early, right? No, no. It's as soon as September twenty second hit, and that the first day of fall, the pumpkins descend. Wow, they descend upon mankind. Anyway, so as a non Asian or a non-Asian American person, I thought that the movie made me see Asian Americans in a different way. I didn't see anything that I would recognize as offensive, you know, being an outsider, and I had a great time. It was funny in places. There was enough action. It never got slow. The few places it got slow were necessary to tell for background. It was necessary for exposition, tell you why what we needed to do was important. And, you know, had, had, had my girl Michelle, Michelle Yo, and you couldn't see a single toe, so I was ready to go. Um, so Shang-Chi, fun time, fun time. My wife fell asleep on that shit early. But anyway, uh, she's, she's tired. She's been working. So Patriots and the Bucks, man. You heard about that shit? It's going on right now. Uh, yeah, I heard about it. I'm not watching it. If I could reach my remote control, I'd tell you what the score is, but I can't. This is across the room. Because I podcast sometimes in my room Because unlike be honest I don't have a separate podca- podcasting st- uh, stereo Uh oh, three zero Three zero as we record at At uh, what is it? 8.59 Eastern Time Bucks lead three zero be- Grunk didn't make the trip Oh wow You wanna know why Grunk didn't make the trip? COVID protocol? That nigga got three or four fractured ribs And two broken ones Damn so it's like, um, yeah, that's bad, bro. Not gonna grunk that out. That's bad. That's what happens when you catch that shit way up here and you leave all this open. That happened to me. All that opening. It's about six, 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 seven. That happened to me in April. So I can't wait to see what happens with that shit. Uh, you know, Tom and, and Bill, they they fucking hate each other. Like, fuck you, buddy. No, fuck you. Fuck yep. you, pal. I'm not your pal, friend. I'm not your I'm not your friend, guy. I'm not your guy. Yes, they don't like each other. So it'll be interesting to see. What happens? Well, Bill doesn't have a quarterback, right. so oh well. Hmm? Bill doesn't have a quarterback right now, so he does. He's got that 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 unathletic kid from Alabama. Exactly. He got. He's got. He's got that. <laughs> it's like Tom Brady. He's you know he's got baby fat on him. <laughs> he's that you know B. You could beat that dude in the forty right now, <laughs> right now. Maybe it'd at least be close. Right. It would at least at the least it would be close. <laughs> Whatever the out, if if you didn't win, you'd be like, shit, man, I could have got you. Right. Don't celebrate too hard. I could have got you. But hey, I don't run 40s. That's not what I do. I'm grown. 
I got kids out the house. If I tried to do this shit, you wouldn't be laughing. So, all right, all right, all right. Um, I understand we're going before we right before we get out of here. I don't agree, but I understand that some people still don't want to be vaccinated. B, if you played a professional sport that paid you millions of dollars, sometimes per game, and the league, the 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 uh, the uh, the GMs of the teams, the president of the league, the commissioner said, "Hey, if you're not going to get vaccinated, you can't play." And you had, let's say, at least forty million dollars on the table. Hypothetically, be if you were an unvaccinated player today, would you do it? Uh, we've talked about this on one of the other shows, and uh, let's just say that if there were no way for me to have a platform big enough to make forty million dollars or anything close to that, absolutely, it wouldn't even be a hesitation. So you know this nigga Kyrie ain't getting the vaccine, right? I heard. So this nigga is gonna. So New York. Michael Porter Jr. Has a, huh? Uh, Michael Porter, I think his Ma- name is. Michael Porter Jr. in Utah. Same yeah, thing. But he's 90. Yeah, but but Kyrie got a lot of money. A lot of money. He's got 40. He's got some, uh, it's a big, like 200 million, I think. Got a lot of money. And so Kyrie, at this point, if he doesn't change his mind, he would not be able to play every single one of Brooklyn's home games. Shit. That's 41 games. 41 games, yes. So what can he give to the team? Wait, 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 stop. That's in that's in New York. He also can't play anytime they they go to California. He can't play there either. Can't play in California. So let's just say that that's fifty something games out of eighty two. You're not including playoffs. What does this nigga bring to the team then? Nothing, because if you can't play half the playoff games, playoff. Just, just to get to the regular season. Got to get to the playoffs. Right, they'll make the playoffs without him, but still. But I'm just saying, maybe. That's not the point. Of, well, you don't know. Injuries happen and shit. It's true. This nigga's already taking him off, taking himself off the board for 41 games. Very true. I don't get it. You got that much money, you know what you can do? You can have your own scientists looking at some shit. You know, get your own research done. I mean, Kobe Bryant went, got rest his soul, went to Germany and had them do the blood magic and put it back in his knee. And the nigga turned the clock back for about a season and a half. Yeah. They know how to take care of themselves. They know how to do whatever the fuck they want. Your boy, your guy, uh, the guy you like a lot. The guy we all should like a lot. Who is this? Dick Gregory. He did his own research. That was his thing. Yeah. I don't know if you told me this or I read it somewhere. That was one of his things was he had people do research and bring it back to him. I think I'm Dick Gregory ain't not never had as much money as Kyrie Irving has right now. Nowhere close. So a couple other NBA players are doing this. And that dovetails into regular, regular people. So be... I understand how some people don't want to take the vaccine because of, a, of a, some valid reasons. I don't agree with them, but they're valid reasons. Traditionally, what this United States government has done to people of color with vaccines, I understand that. 
I have a response to that, but that's not the point. That I don't need that to get to where we need to get where we're going. Others is that, hey, you know, people are getting vaccinated and I'm still not seeing the efficacy that you promised of people who were, who were vaccinated. Again, I have a response to that, but that's a valid concern. I have a response, but okay. Uh, so I'll just stick with those two. But you have a third or fourth you want to add to that on why people don't want, want some people who are intelligent don't want to get vaccines? Well, if you're talking about efficacy, I would say along those lines, um, uh, maybe there are people who don't feel like there's enough risk in not getting it to even add something else to the equation. So they don't okay. they, they don't yeah. see that there's enough there's enough carnage or death to warrant getting something to fix that. Mm-hmm. Could but we're going to presume dangerous. that some of that uh, the majority of those types of people, to the extent they're making empirical. An empirical hypothesis in a scientific way, we should presume that a majority of those people would at the very least wear masks. You can say, I don't know if this this uh, vaccine is going to do what you say because I don't see the numbers changing. But I do recognize there is a pandemic out there and that the thing I can do to protect myself that just makes common sense is I'll wear my mask when I'm around people. Side, side, side note to that, Coach, I don't know if, if, if you have the same experience, but um, I'm going to be really, really honest. Since, what was it, um, maybe March 2020, I guess, is when we really started masking. Is that when we started masking up, about March 2020? Yep. I haven't been about sick. Time. I haven't been sick at all. Not, I'm not talking about COVID. I'm talking about I haven't been sick at all. Flu, cold, sniffling, COVID, Rhinovirus, nothing. I have not been sick at all. Isn't that interesting? When we cover our faces, germs don't get in. Not at all. And I'm sure that's been a lot Hmm. of people's experiences. I don't know if it's the same for you, but I mean, not at all. Yeah, no, I didn't get sick. At all. And and usually I'll get a cold here or there. Um, You know, I don't really get the flu, but I'll I'll definitely get a really bad cold stuffiness and I'm in bed for a day or two, headache, my head is full, you know, like that kind of thing. I haven't had any of that since the beginning of- Now, when our kids went back to school, there was a little bit different. You don't got kids at the house. So when our kids went back to school, you know, there were measures here in California, then we noticed a few things here and there. No one, to my knowledge, got uh, COVID in my household, but we did notice that once the kids went back on intermingling, there was some things here or there. Like right now, my allergies are very, very bad, but that could be a variety of things. Yeah, but but cool to what but you don't realize, I, large, I, I worked in the office the whole time, remember? I was, in, I was mm-hmm. in office, so it was I was like your kids. I was back and forth with a lot of people every day, so it wasn't like everybody else was working um, solely at home. I just got back working at home recently. Prior to that, I was I was working in office the entire pandemic, and I was out at restaurants when I had to go to lunch in the daytime. I didn't get sick at all, not even not even a sniffle. Mass. Yeah, man, they work. Even if yeah. even if you don't even if you don't think they work, they have to work because how did I not get sick at all? Not even a cold. Because you didn't inhale as many germs as you would be if there was nothing. Yeah. All right, let's go put that aside. Then there is the crackpots who think that this is all some elaborate hoax. This is all an effort by Bill Gates to put a, some microchip in your body because that's the only way they can track you because clearly your ass doesn't have a goddamn cell phone. And there's a religious aspect to it. So, 
in King Kunta's personal life, he sat under a pastor for about 20 years growing up. And that man, you know, went through a lot of calamity. One of them is that he fell off of a log truck and landed on his head, broke his neck in several places, and did not die. He was in a halo for a long time. A halo is that device where they've got, you know, the wires drilled into your into your skull and the bars and just holds your head in place. He was in that for a long time. Um, one of the running jokes was this man was north of 80 and he looked like he did when he was 40. He's one of those, and B, I know you don't fuck with this. He's one of those, man, God's really blessed you and shown you, you know, favor and that you didn't die and you look like you found the fountain of youth. You, you look like you did when you were 40. Washing the blood of Jesus. Maybe. Well, he died. And um, trying to figure out why he died. Turns out he died of COVID. Why did he die of COVID? Because he didn't receive the vaccination. And he also lives in Texas. So the likelihood of him wearing a mask is small. And I'm going to tell you why those two things are likely connected. So evangelicals sometimes listen to the same people on television. One of them is a guy named Kenneth Copeland. Kenneth Copeland's a horrible, shitty human being who is this type of dude during a global pandemic where people not working will beg his parishioners worldwide who see him on television to donate money they don't have because they're not working so he can buy more private jets. Did I say a private jet? Did I say a second private jet? More private jets. More. He already has a fleet. What's better than a fleet? One more to the fleet. Maybe two. <laughs> so Kenneth Copeland is apparently telling people that listen to him on television, like TNN or TNN, TNN television, whatever it's called, the Trinity Broadcasting, that TBN. He's telling people that the vaccine contains the mark of the beast and you shouldn't take it. And so people who are uneducated, like my former pastor who never had any formal education and was taught to read very late in life, he memorized a lot of stuff, which is part of the reason why he was my former pastor because, you know, there were some holes in the logic and there's some things that were said that don't jive with, that don't match up with things. Not his fault. Not his fault, but he couldn't, he couldn't rationalize. Like Bishop T.D. Jakes, I don't know if you... We know who he is as a, as a persona, but that Bishop T.D. Jakes, he has studied that, that book, the Bible, page to page, cover to cover. He's gone another level with theology and he, and he talks about the underpinnings of it in, in an intelligent way. Whether he's right or he's wrong, doesn't matter. He's got backup points. And they're, not, they're not all just spirit and feeling. He's referring to documents. Now, whether or not you believe in the veracity of those documents, that's a whole other thing, but he got documents. Not just the Bible, but other supporting documents. So my beloved pastor did not. And so that did not work for King Kunta because I'm a grown man using the handle King Kunta and I talk about a lot of crazy shit. So no, it didn't work. So he's a, not a very well-educated man. And so what I've heard is that he was a listener, devout listener of TBN, as was is my grandmother. Because when you're old, you, 
you watch certain programs. And if you're trying to live for the Lord, you're going to watch, you know, Christian programs. And if you've been in this country and you're a certain age, the Christian programs have always been uh, primarily uh, disseminated by white people. Uh, uh, Jim Baker. Um, Falwell, Jerry Falwell. Jerry Falwell. Ooh. Benny Hinn. Jimmy Swaggart. Jimmy Swaggart. Jimmy Swaggart's still alive. Doing that crazy shit when he's, when he's looking in the camera and he's talking and all of a sudden that nigga talking to you. It's like, stop it. What are you talking to me about? You don't know that. You don't know me. It's a gift. Tammy Faye Maybe. Baker. Who was who she married to? Tammy Faye Baker. She was married to Jim Baker. But she was more popular than him, right? Mm, he went to jail. <laughs> Tammy Faye Baker uh, had a second career. Uh, Tammy Faye Baker practiced the brand of Christianity that I believe Christians are supposed to practice, which is one that's built on the concept of love for everybody. That was not on brand with uh, the Christian sect she was affiliated with because her love for everybody also included people who were gay and people who were gay with HIV and AIDS. Uh, on one, she, in a very famous incident on one of the programmings, programs, she's talking to someone about gay people or people with HIV and she's just talking about love and you have to love everybody and love, 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 love. And uh, fucking... Uh, Jim Baker and Jerry Falwell lose their shit and they can't dump the feed. She's already said it. This is not on brand. It's not on brand. Right. And then when Jim Baker went to the pen because he stole, embezzled, skimmed quite a lot of money. So how much money? So much money that nigga built a theme park. Remember that shit, B? Nigga had a theme park. Yeah. Remember when Jerry Falwell took over for that shit after Jim Baker went to the pen? One of the first things that nigga did was go down a water slide. Man, I remember that. He went down a water slide <laughs> at the theme park. Um, not a joke. Um, I forgot what it was called, but anyway. Baptism. I don't remember. That's, That's what I would call, That's what I call my name. water slide, baptism. No, nigga, it was just a slide. It was an, it was an attraction <laughs> at the theme park. She even had a train that went all around the motherfucker. Um, but Tammy had a second level, a second career because she, she, you know, she, people, you know, she, she was approachable, she was personable and she really didn't have a problem with anybody. So she could be, you know, she could do a lot of different things. Now she was famous because of the <laughs> voluminous amount of makeup she wore, like a lot. Think of a lot, think of Pennywise or Rodeo Clown, <laughs> and you still don't have quite as much makeup as Tammy Faye Baker used to wear. You don't. You're, you're almost there, not quite. Gotta want it. Not quite there. <sighs> there's, a, there's a Tammy Faye Baker documentary that's, co that's come out this year. Uh, I don't remember, I don't know the name of it, but you know, for any of our listeners who are of a certain age who remember Tammy Faye Baker, there's actually a documentary with real actors coming out uh, this year, and it might be worth watching. Uh, anyway, long story short, so love was her message, and that is not the message of the Trinity Broadcasting Network. They're, they become more politicized. They're the, uh, they become extremely right-wing, and they have decided uh, to double down on the Trump and Trump-adjacent claims that, you know, this virus is a hoax. It's a hoax. 
It's a democratic hoax. Democrats are, are sacrificing babies. This is a hoax. And so the message that this one pastor is pushing, this not pastor, this TV personality is pushing, is that if you take the vaccine, B, then you have willingly taken the marks, mark of the beast, which means you have the mark of the devil, which means you cannot go to heaven. So I've been told that my former pastor believed this sort of thing. And that's the reason why he was not vaccinated. And living in Texas, that's probably also the reason why he did not wear a mask. God was his mask, most likely. So that's sad to me that a man who did the best he could with what he had. Wasn't educated, not even close, but he did the best he could with what he had. He meant a lot to a lot of different people. Uh, B, just as sure as I'm looking at you and you're looking at me, if 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 this pastor would have prayed, if you wanted something, you would, could get him to pray for you. There's a 50-50 chance that shit would happen. Now, you can say it's a coincidence, but the one thing that's going to be part of that coincidence is that you ask that man to pray for you. Now, however it happened, you're going to look back and know, well, I did ask him to do that. So in my, you know, in my view, he had a talent to get a message somewhere. And there was a good chance the answer could be yes on some important shit. Many people that I know uh, had ailments disappear uh, based on the strength of this man's prayers and their prayers with him. However you want to take that, it is what it is. My mother is convinced she was cured of, of early adult arthritis have other people in my family who had really, not chronic is not the right word, terminal diagnosis that magically disappeared, no rhyme or reason. The point, the point is he appeared to be a good person that tried to live the things he said he believed in. And because of his lack of education and because of his belief that people would also try to do the best of what they knew and they would try to, to say reasonable things to take care of people because they're all brothers and sisters in God. He was led to believe that the vaccine is, is going to get you straight to hell and all of this is made up and make-believe. So between him not taking the vaccine and he's over 80 and between the fact that he's probably not wearing masks because he lives in Texas, he's gone and his wife is also in the hospital. They're about the same age, so we'll see if she pulls through. That's very sad. Long-winded way, way, long way of me saying, if you have not figured out at this point that COVID is a global pandemic and it can kill people, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Now, you can say you don't want to get a vaccine. Okay, I don't agree with that. But hey, you don't want to do it. Hey. Now, if your employer on the other hand says that they require that, it's just what it is. You can't go to school. You can't go to elementary, you can't go to grade school, you can't go to college unless you get all your shots. Uh, so let's not pretend that this is new. That's not new. Uh, but if you don't want to get it, fine. But you're not going to get it, you're not going to wear a mask. Okay, well, you, you're, you're really uh, playing Russian roulette. And sadly, our people are getting hit hardest. And it's sad. I wish people would, uh, I wish better. Did we talk about Buster Rhymes, B? Uh, I don't know, about a month back, Buster Rhymes was on a tour and this nigga just went left. Basically said, masks are bullshit and it's trying to uh, take away your freedoms and you can't tell them to wear a mask. 
uh, and you're trying to take away your identity or some shit like that. Ignorant shit. Buster Rhymes in Which it? is yet another reason. Yeah, which is yet another reason. He's like, I, I don't want to get all political. Fuck mass. Yep. Yep. Don't take your, your health advice from entertainers. Probably. Yeah. It's probably solid. Pretty good solid, idea. Solid, uh, solid advice. And lastly, the thing about people like Kenneth Copeland on the TBN who told all these people this shit, viruses is maybe not real. And if you take the uh, vaccine, you're taking the mark of the beast and you can't go to heaven. The thing about people like that, B, the worst thing about that shit, and like Trump, these fools got the vaccine. <laughs> right. <laughs> All these politicians that tell you, trying to take your freedoms, it's your choice to get vaccinated, they're vaccinated. Right. And the ones that aren't vaccinated, what happens? They get sick, real sick, some of them die. Yep. The same doctor you go to, whenever something goes south on you, maybe you should listen to them dudes. Just saying. Just saying. And it's not like we're talking about fucking Dennis. It's not. Do you have anything you want to add to that? No, I like what you said. Yeah, so... What's the worst could happen? You got people that have gone to school, can write you prescriptions for shit. You know, don't use tools from the 1800s. I know there's electricity, but basically it's kind of the same shit. They're not using their feet to pump it, keep it going, but yeah, it's still kind of the same shit. So take care of yourself out there. Use common sense. Like B said, have you been healthier? Hmm. In the last year and some change? I wonder why. Wonder why. Wear your mask. I say you should get vaccinated, but at the very least, wear your mask. Whether you do, whether you don't. I'm going to... I got mine. Hope you get yours. I got mine. I'm going to wear my mask. At the very least, I hope B's wearing his mask. But whether you do, whether you don't, whether he wears it, whether I don't, either way, you're going to chop it up like, like we always do in the dojo, and it'll always be black on both sides. Where nothing is black and white.